Welcome to the first episode of Views of the Next Podcast. And I'm your host, Lama, and I'm so thankful for everybody sharing and reposting and showing mad love and support when I finally announced this podcast. On this episode, I am going to interview my homegirl, Mindy. Mindy is from The Thick Podcast, and if you never heard of that, it's with her and model Tabria Majors. And they just talk about their everyday life in LA, from partying to dating and reasons why I'm in the trash. It's a super funny podcast, which is why I wanted Mindy on this show. So when I told her I was taking a trip to LA for my birthday, I said, yo, would you like to be on my podcast? This is what it's about. I have a questionnaire that you got to fill out. Um, and based on the questionnaire, I will ask you questions. She said, sure, I got the perfect story for you. And I was like, all right, bet. Now, going to L.A. was the crazy part because I traveled with all my equipment. And when I went through TSA, they was looking at me like I was crazy, like I was about to blow some shit up. I had wires on top of wires inside my bag and metal. I had mics. They was looking at this shit like, yo, what is he about to do? And they had like four TSA officers just pat me down and take me to another room and look through all through my bag. It was nuts. But in the end, it was all worth it because me and Mindy recorded a dope podcast that I know you're going to enjoy. She tells a story about her ex that you're going to look at it like, yo, why did she go through that? But it's her story. She got to tell it. And I'm so thankful she did it on my platform. Keep liking, reposting, sharing, doing everything you've been doing. The love is real and I appreciate it. And I hope you all enjoy this podcast. Now, before we start this episode featuring Mindy, I need you all to keep in mind that this is my first time recording in two years. I was a little rusty and I did a dickhead move by leaving my phone near the interface. So you may hear a buzzing sound here and there. But overall, this is a good episode. Leave your comments on Views of NX on Instagram or viewsofnx at gmail.com to let me know what you thought about Mindy's past relationship with her ex. Stay tuned for future episodes, which will be airing each and every Thursday. Thank you. Enjoy the show. Now, I had a lot of people in mind to do a first episode, but I chose you. Hello. I chose. So it's meant, you better make it good. Listen. This better be good. You don't have this to. It's the first episode. It's going down in history. So, the views of an ex podcast where you are the ex talking about an ex. Okay. Now, I had you do a questionnaire. Yes. And the ex you chose, you've been with for seven years. I was with for seven for years. For seven years. On and off. Last time on, it was for four years straight. Wait, first, 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 let me introduce you. Oh, yeah, duh. All right. One half of the podcast, The Thick, a new rapper, ah. and a self-proclaimed bad bitch, or boss bitch. Listen, bad bitch, boss bitch, <laughs> all around. Just fucking amazing. Listen, if y'all don't know who I am already, you will know me eventually. And what's your name? My name is Mindy. At I go by Mindy across all social media platforms. Um, like you said, half of one half of The Thick podcast. Um, if you don't know it, you will very soon <laughs> check us out um before we get into this let's go way back how did you meet your ex and oh first wait hold on let me say this too all exes are anonymous and i'll give the opportunity for the guest to give him a name mm-hmm. and what name did you give your ex 
I don't remember. Um, <laughs> let's just that nigga. He's that nigga. That nigga. All right. Okay, so I feel like throughout the course of our entire relationship, the universe, God, my ancestors, whatever entity you believe in, they were trying to tell me like, "What are you doing? Stop! This isn't right." What the fuck? But I just kept on going with it because, you know, you're dumb, you're young, whatever. I met him my freshman year of college, and he's older than me. So we went to the same school for a year, but we never really, like, interacted because, you know, university is big as fuck. So now what I school never, is this? I'm not going to say. I'm not going to put out all the information. What state? What state? This is in Georgia. This is in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, so um, I went to, like, an end-of-the-year party because somebody was graduating. They threw a party, and it was at an apartment complex. So at the time, I was going through some shit, and I really just... I was depressed, and this girl who invited me wasn't even really my friend. She was one of my ex-best friend's roommate, and so she was like, she saw our friendship like go down, and she knew that I was real sad about it. She was like, girl, we need to go out, and I did not want to go. She was going with a gang of niggas, didn't know any of these dudes. She was the only girl with like seven (laughs) niggas. They were all in one car. We had to lap it up, and I was like, yo, what am I doing here? Who did you lap it with? A dude? Yeah, to sit on a dude's lap because it was two girls and like all dudes. I didn't know anybody, but they were like, you got to sit on somebody's lap. So I was like, fuck, whatever. So I'm in the car and I'm literally thinking like, bitch, why am I I out? And I'm irritated. (laughs) And you know, like sometimes you get irritated and like you, you just, you don't know. I just, you'll hear. So we pull up and in the South, there's a lot of apartment complexes that have like a gate and you get, you have to go past the gate in order to go in. There's like a call box, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Um, there's a car already up there at the call box and the dude that was driving had his like whole body through the window trying to like get the call box going and then I guess he he had had some issues so he opened the door but still had his body through the window and so he was standing outside the car Uh had his body through the window and was like fucking with the call box so after like five minutes I was like yo this nigga's a fucking idiot I don't want to be sitting on this nigga's lap no more so I got out the car and I literally was like bro what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Walk up and literally push the gate and it opens up. Because it, it didn't oh, shut. It was hood. broken. It was in the hood? Low key, but not really. Right. It was like in the middle of Atlanta, but it wasn't like the hood hood. Right. So, I, so I walked by and I was like, you're welcome. And I just got into the car. We parked. We ended up parking right next to him. And as we're, we're getting out the car, we all walking walking in the same direction. And I walk up and I was like, yo, dude, what was you doing? That shit is like fucking crazy. Like, what were you doing? And he looks at me and then he looks at his friend and he says, yo, is this bitch talking to me right now? <laughs> B word and all? Yeah. And so Jeez. I was like, excuse me? And my homegirl was like, girl, don't say shit. It's fine. We're good. Let's just keep going. Going to the party. And then he sees me, walks up to me. He was like, yo. If I knew you was cute, I wouldn't have called you a bitch. Mm. <laughs> I was like, okay, have fun, and walked away. And so I'm like looking for drinks, because now I'm irritated, and the nigga didn't call me a bitch, I don't want to be at this party. Like, all the liquor was fucking gone, and I'm looking for <laughs> drinks. I'm like, yo, somebody needs to give me a drink now. And he walks up again, he was like, I got you something, and hands me a drink. Mm. And so I'm like... Okay, he's like, I'm trying to make up for it, you know? And so I was like, okay, took the drink, like picked it up to drink it, looked down, there was like two cigarette butts in it. So I was like, wow. So I was like, yo, what the fuck? And he said, I just found it um, on, uh, he said, I found it on the table, but I just want another excuse to come talk to you. And I literally was like, yo, you know what? Fuck it. (laughs) And literally, that's how we met. Wait, you still talked to him after all of that? Mm hmm. And then your first date was when? 
Um, we had kicked it off there, and then you exchanged numbers. I know that. Yeah, we exchanged numbers. And you're a freshman. Uh huh. We and didn't go on a date for a minute. He was he was graduating too. Oh, he's older. Yeah, All he's right. older than me. So um, we didn't even talk after that. Well, we did. We talked on the phone, but we didn't link up because I was like, I, I was like, what the fuck was it? What were you thinking, Mindy? Like, no. But he was persistent as fuck. So for like a year, he would hit me up every once in a while. Like, you know how niggas do sometimes? Like, yeah. they'll like just check in and be like, hey, what's up? And if I'm like, oh, you know, like busy or not really like whatever, then he just like hit me up a couple weeks later. And maybe... And like, you have nothing in between all of this? Yeah, I did, but no boyfriends. Like, I was just uh, like living my life. Yeah. So finally, um, he's a, he works in the music industry. And he started, like, he got signed uh, and got a manager. And so he started, like, working out of the studios in Atlanta. Mm. And so it was, like, a year later. And he was like, um, what are you doing? Where you at? And I told him I was just, like, at the mall in Atlanta. And he was like, yo, come by. So I said, you know what? Fuck it. I ain't got shit to do. Went by. And we hung out at the studio. And that was, like, our first, like, date, I guess. At the studio? Yeah. Was anybody recording? Because that shit is boring. No, it was just him. Like, oh. he, like it was... This was like when I don't know if producers still do this shit, but when you literally just camp out at the studio all day, that shit is boring though. Literally, but that's why he wanted company because he was there all day just like making beats and shit. So mm-hmm. he just wanted some company. But like we we hung out there, and I was like, you know what? He's cool. He's funny as fuck. All right, cool. And somebody asshole. I just got a thing for assholes. <laughs> I do, and he is like the hitting me of an asshole. Yeah, bringing you a drink with two butts in it. That's, but that's not even the worst thing oh, he's done. Like that's, like, that's like just like, that's light work. Yeah. But I just had a thing for him. Like, he he would do shit that would make me go, what? Is this really happening right When we first started dating... So you attracted to red flags? No, I was. <laughs> this is old me. This is, this is 19, 18, 19-year-old me up until like 23-year-old me. This is old me. I'm not this person no more. I don't... I want normal. Give me regular. I ain't got time for that shit. Because mm. it's just... It's a lot. But a nigga was wild. Like, we first started dating and um, he wanted to fuck. And he was like, come over. And I said, I'll come over. To the studio? No, to his oh, house. Right. And I was like, um, yeah, I'll come over. We can chill. But um, I'm on my period. This we're like full blown relationship. I'm on my right. period, and the nigga literally texted me back and said, "Is your mouth bleeding?" <laughs> Yo. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Yeah. So, you young. So what? What was the honeymoon stage like? I know, like, that was when I was 19, 18, Applebee's and the movies and the mall. That yeah. was the thing. So at this point in his career, he was like. He had a manager and he mm-hmm. I don't, he wasn't signed signed yet but he had a manager and he was like working like with people or whatever but he was broke mm-hmm. so like he had an apartment but we weren't like going out crazy like it was mostly like Netflix and chill before Netflix and chill was a thing you know like coming like come by watching YouTube chill. videos and bum fights and- yeah yeah and like watching like DVDs and stuff like that like this is early 2000s yeah. you know it's like no not not early late 2000s so it's like 09 or 08 yeah. or whatever so we was just like chilling heavy we would go out to eat um we broke up like the first time we went out to eat how did that happen because I He's a fucking dick. So legit, like I had said, um, I said I wanted to go out to eat, and he was like, "But I'm not hungry." And I was like, "Yeah, but I am." And he was like, "All right, cool. Well, it's on you then." And I was like, "Ha ha, whatever." So literally, we went to the restaurant and like ordered all this food and shit like that. And he legit was like, "I'm not paying for this. You are." Holy shit! <laughs> I was like, nah. "Excuse me." He literally was like, "You said I told you if we go out to eat, you paying for it." I swear. 
And you oh, just did up. that shit. No, we broke up. I walked out. I didn't pay for it. We broke yeah. up. I walked out. And then, like, he called me the next day and, like, laughed about it and was like, yo, you really left me with that bill. Nigga, yes. But, like, he was just a jokester like that. So, eventually, I'd be so mad and then he'd make me laugh about some shit. And then I'd be like, okay, whatever. Mm. Trash. So, out of the seven years, right? Have y'all lived together? We lived together for majority of the seven years. Really? Mm-hmm. How was that? Because that's when you know who you're dealing with. Like, when you live, it, we live together and take trips together, that's mm-hmm. when you know, like, right, I'm dealing with a type of uh, 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 so when a we dickhead, first, really. Well, but the thing is, he was growing, though. So when we first started dating, he was full-blown asshole. And honestly, like, I feel like there are two types of men in this world when they're dealing with relationships. They're the ones who go all in, like from the beginning mm-hmm. and then they're the ones that like are like onions and you just gotta wait and like peel back the layers but then as soon as you get to like you know the core then mm-hmm. they're like completely in but it takes years so literally we have been dealing with each other for like three years and he still wasn't like you know Ready, yeah. it still wasn't like oh no I love you so much type shit it was just like oh yeah that's my bitch like okay yeah or whatever mm-hmm. like I can tell he cared about me but he wasn't like in like love love but he hit that point it's like we worked in opposites. So in the beginning, I was yeah. like going in and like really like fell in love maybe after like the first year and shit, but he was still like cool off me. And then he kept on like fucking up and doing all these all this bullshit and shit. And then eventually the tables turned. So towards mm. the end of our relationship, this nigga was like crying real tears. Like every time I threatened to break up with him or to leave or whatever. And I was just like, yo, how am I supposed to get out of this shit? Because like I'm done, you know? Wow. But that's how it happens sometimes. That yeah. is. So at, at what point in a relationship did you see yourself spinning forever with him? Whew. Um, so he got signed to a label mm-hmm. and had to move out here to L.A. And we did the long distance thing for like a little bit. And then we ended up breaking up because he did some old fuck nitty shit. Then. That long distance don't work. It don't work. <laughs> it don't work. It don't work. So This then, before FaceTime? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely don't work. So he did some old fuck nigga shit, and then we ended up breaking up for two years. And in the span of that two years, I ended up having another boyfriend. And then when me and that boyfriend broke up, um, we ended up, like, talking again. And he was living in L.A. at this point. So then I ended up coming out here and taking trips and shit like that. Mm. And then eventually he was like, you know what? Just move out here. Like, just come stay with me. And so that's That's honestly, why you're here? hmm Wow. Yeah. I know. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> um, so I moved out here, and... Luckily for me, by this point, we had been dealing with each other for, like, damn near, like, three and a half years. And he All was, right. like, more emotionally invested. Like, now... Like, he was telling me, she like, oh, I need you. Oh, you know what? Like, you're going to be my wife and all this all this shit. So, um, it was good. Like, that's when we, like, met at the middle. Mm-hmm. Like, when I moved out here, that's when we were both, like, in a really good space in terms of our relationship. At least I thought. But... <laughs> For the most part, like emotionally, we were both like in it, you know. He was still mm-hmm. fucking around with other bitches, but and you knew about this. I found out, like I like we had. All right, we didn't even get there. Yet. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a lot of shit, a lot of shit. But we were on like the same level for maybe like the first like two years I was out here, and then shit just started to go down. So this for is me. like year four, year five. Yeah, it was like year yeah year four, year five. Damn. Mm-hmm. I wish. What was like your favorite thing about him? He was funny as hell. Like and the that's, nigga, what, that's what grabbed your attention. Yeah, the most? like like aside from him being an asshole, he was literally the funniest person I've ever met in my life. What was the sign? Pisces. Uh, Gemini. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, nah, I uh, I saw this post 
on Twitter and it was like a list of all like the most famous serial killers and they were all organized by their zodiac sign yeah. and over 70% of all like the most like known serial killers are yeah. all Pisces. Yeah, I seen I think I seen the same thing. Yeah, that nigga was psycho. Wow. Yeah. And what what was your least favorite thing about him? <sighs> mm. Like a personality trait that was consistent or like towards the end the worst part of him. It's all of, I don't know. Okay, so on a consistent <laughs> basis, it was like the asshole thing where like yeah. he really didn't he didn't give a fuck about other people's um, opinion of him or like yeah, the effect of to. his yeah. But but the, I agree with that because to be completely honest, he taught me some of the greatest lessons of my life, and that was one of them. Of you know like you fuck being polite. You know, if somebody like literally, he would cuss out a granny if she was being disrespectful. Oh no, nah, nah, he's old No, like he literally just did not give a fuck. Like it's like on some, if you disrespect me, I'ma disrespect you right back. Like he just didn't give a fuck. Now unless it was some shit like, okay, it was one of my family members and he would have respect just because he knew it would piss me off. Oh. But like when we would go out and do shit, like he literally would call people out for whatever. And most of the times he was right, but you know. In society, it teaches you to kind of bite your tongue when it comes yeah, to certain things yeah, and to deal gotta... with things in like a more like classy way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't have that whatsoever. Like he just did not give a fuck. Like he would cuss people out at the movie theaters, like go off on, on like women, children, men, whatever. That's like, embarrassing. I know. And, oh my god, you have no idea how many almost fights nigga yo, got I into. I know people like that, and I'm like, yo, why are you so hood? Like, it, but it wasn't even on some hood shit. It was just on some like. Like somebody step on his foot and not say nothing, or if I'm walking and somebody held it, like seemed like they was uh, going in before it before me, and they don't hold the door and it almost stands in my face. Right. He would go, but like go off. Like that shit happens at the mall. Yeah, it happens that shit happens all the time. At the, everywhere. You but probably he would, found that shit to turn on, right? No, nah, she used to piss me off. Like, oh. It would irritate me because nah. I'd be like, because I I'm not big on drawing attention, right. like negative attention, especially to myself. So if you like stop somebody, you like, yo, bro, what the fuck are you doing? Like you almost hit my girl. Then I'm like, okay, calm that down. That ain't turn you it's on. Okay, nah. All right. All right. Cause I know girls that like that shit. Nah, I don't. I don't like that because I know the odds of it turning into a fight are very high, and I'm not about to be here like swinging on a grown ass man. So for you're you. not the type of chick to jump in a fight if you got into a fight. The thing is, I I feel obligated to, but I want to. What would you like, do? I would do it. <laughs> no, I would do it. All right. I've almost had to do it. One time he got he got us into like a fucking real life squabble and like there was another nigga with his girl and I was like, fuck, now I gotta fight this bitch because now you got me yeah. into this situation. It's, I understand like disrespect is disrespect but you need to calm down. Like it's not that deep right. every single time. You have to pull you know? me up. That's just my fault. No, but it's really like it's not that deep all the time. So that was my biggest like turn off about mm. him. Um, that and like the assholeness, even though a lot of times it was funny as hell. Now let's get into sexual. What was the sex life like with him? You know what's crazy? This is one of my first relationships ever. Um, where the real relationship. Well, yeah, but like for like the first half of our relationship, I hated the sex. I thought it was trash. <laughs> I did. I thought it was terrible. And wait, I the only, first half out of seven like years. Maybe the so first like two. So before I, the sex got better when I moved to LA. But like right. the first part of our relationship when he was living in Atlanta and then the second part of our relationship where we were doing it long distance, like I just thought the sex was trash. Like I felt like we were on two different like um, waves, you know? Now long distance, he, you always have to come to LA? He yeah. never came to Atlanta? He came to Atlanta a couple times. When he came to Atlanta, like um, he would be staying at like a homie spot or yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I was living and with my like mom at the time. And that's like once in the time. blue, right? Uh, yeah, like I probably saw him like once every like four to six months. 
Um, so in between that, what was you doing? You have no type of side uh, side dude. No, no, nah, I can't no. see. When I, I did long distance, it was somebody on the side. I it was a friend, mm-hmm. and because the sex see, but wasn't that's happening. a relationship though. It and was it's still but cheating. That's I, not cheating. It's cheating. I couldn't do that. But I, there was a situation though where, um, but we weren't together together. Like it was no labels, but I was taking trips back and forth. Because towards the end mm-hmm. of the long distance thing, he came into like big money he got big checks off yeah. of uh his placements and shit so he was buying my flights out here so it, mm. it just worked out but um and i had a really good job at the time too in atlanta so like i was like i was coming out here like every other month all right like i was flying out all the time but um before we like made it official i fucked my ex one time that's and a dude in between that was like that was in between dude yeah and see so you cheated nah but we weren't we there was no label Okay, we was Fuck just that. we cheated. were rekindling. We it was, you know what's crazy thing is he thinks so too. Yeah, that's alright. And he only found out because the nigga read my diary. First of all, I was, I was a grown ass man, a grown ass woman with a fucking diary. So I that's on like me. That, that's my fault. Yeah, but the nigga yeah. read my diary. Mm. And he, why y'all write like? Alright, I had an ex. Mm-hmm. She used to write in her phone her notes. Her diary was in her note. Her diary was in her notes. That's extra. And I found out she cheated by reading her notes. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, yo, why did I do that? So yeah, email. She used to email herself, and then she used to write it in the notes. Nah, like, she's wilding. That she's that's wilding. That's how I found out. Because honestly, that cloud is not very secure. She's wilding. So when uh, the sex life, you said the first half was. It was trash. The second half. When I moved to to LA, I, it got better because we had a more of an opportunity to like get to know each other, mm-hmm. like I, like sexually or whatever. Because when you're when I was younger, when I was like nineteen and we were together, yeah. you know, like we'd be fucking, but like when you're that young, you know all you difference? care about is yeah, like about to say, you're yeah. nut. That's it. So it wasn't actually like it was just fucking. It was literally just like put it in, take it out, whatever. <laughs> and then after that, when I was like doing the back and forth and shit, it was we didn't have enough time because literally it's like okay, we got to get as much fucking in as we can, and it was just there was no patience, you know. Yeah, so, uh, it wasn't intimate as much. It wasn't, yeah. yeah. So so then when I finally moved out here, it got a lot better because then I could actually like express what I wanted without hurting your feelings, you know? Because you, you ain't do, going wait, nowhere. Nah, explain that. How do you do that? You got to have a conversation about it. Like, oh, yo, right, right. I'm about to honestly, say, you're doing a se- like, why are you doing sex? Like, why are you having sex? Nah. Sometimes, like, if he was giving me head, I'd give him dis- the directions. Be like, okay, stop doing that or don't do that or whatever. By the time we broke up, oh my God, greatest head ever. I'm glad I lost that. <laughs> but I, I raised that. Though. I created yeah, that. Yeah, your new name is Coach Mindy. All right. <laughs> I created that, so. All right. So that happened. Yeah. Now take me back, well, take the listeners back to when you decided to break up. When you told Mindy, you was like, all right, Mindy, this is it. I'm about to call it quits. Because you had mad times to do it, but you I never did, did it. it. I did it several times. Like, we had broken up. But you wasn't serious. You wasn't like... One time I was, I moved out and everything. Moved In out, LA. got my own spot. Yeah. Moved out, got my own spot. And I had broke up with him the week we were supposed to move to another spot. Right? Sheesh. Or the month, actually, wasn't the yeah. week. So our lease was ending that month, and we hadn't found a new spot yet. And so I was like, you know, I'm not doing this shit no more. Broke up with him. And then I had found a spot. And this nigga got all depressed and shit when we when I broke up with him, and he literally did nothing. Just like stayed at the apartment. He didn't chase you, nothing. No, no, no. He oh. did, but he didn't do anything to find a new spot to live in. Oh, because oh, he just like oh, stayed oh. at the apartment, was like depressed and shit, and playing fucking video games, two K and shit, and just like 
just in a half furnished apartment just sitting there playing games on the C now he couldn't play games on the TV because I broke it when we broke up but the fuck oh it was, it was wild it was brief, like what towards the end of our relationship yeah, what did he do towards the end of our relationship shit got real violent which is not good but um that breakup was because uh we had gone through like a lot of shit and he oh my god this is so many levels I can't even so we had gotten into a situation where he had been um dealing like there was some some situation going on with who the the label he was signed with and he was very upset with them so he decided he was gonna stop working because he didn't want them eating off of him no more because mm-hmm. it was a fucked up contract and all that mm-hmm. shit so if he stopped working i was then the only one bringing in money mm-hmm. so i started working two jobs in order to like make sure that we was good so i was working at a school and I was also working at a nursing home so I would get off of work at the school at like 2.45 and then start work at the nursing home at 3.30 and on this day there was like an event at the school and I had to like dress up in a costume or some shit like that because I worked in a first grade classroom and so I had to go home change and in the rush I left my phone at the crib so I went to work realized I left my phone called and told him I left my phone said can you bring it to me he was like yeah cool nigga went ghost to me for like five hours so I'm blowing him up like yo what the fuck what's going on what's going on what's going on not even thinking thinking about the fact that this has anything to do with my phone yeah. but literally going off and he finally hits me back and he had like a, he has a heart condition so the nigga tells me yo I was on my way to come bring you the phone and nigga like I just woke up I've been passed down the hallway this whole time so I'm like what you've been laid out on the ground for five hours my nigga you need to go to the hospital i'm leaving work right now let me know what hospital you're going mm-hmm. to like i'm freaking out and he's like no chill it's cool it's whatever like I, I feel fine i'm good i'm like yo there's no way you could be good if you was passed out for five fucking hours like i didn't go to medical school but my mother's a nurse my dad is a doctor so i was like you know what let me call my mom and i'm gonna see what she says and if she says you gotta go to the hospital you gotta go to the hospital mm-hmm. call my mom she's like tell him to go to the hospital call him back and when i call him back he tried to reject my call but instead picked it up Mm. And he was with all his niggas. And all I heard was, fuck that bitch. I swear to God, you that bitch ain't shit. Da 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 da. Like, he's going all. Are you hearing all of this? Yeah, I'm hearing all of it. And so I just stayed on the line. And I guess he realized his phone was like lit up, looked down, went, hello. And I literally was like, fuck you, nigga. I ain't doing this shit no more. I'm out. And the nigga, like, I walked home. Luckily, the nursing home was close by our apartment. I walked home. And he, like, sped, drove over there, met me there, and the shit got, like, hella fucking crazy. Like, it got real, real crazy. And, um, yeah, no, trigger warning. So, I didn't know at the time I was pregnant and I ended up miscarrying because we was fighting. Yeah. lying. Swear to God. So, after that shit happened, I was like, yo. Yo. I was like, yo, fuck this. I don't want to do this no more. And then... He eventually convinced me to like, you know, chill, whatever, we're gonna work through it, da 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 da. And then out the blue, the nigga woke up one morning and no, it wasn't even the morning, it was at night, because I was getting ready to go to bed, sat down on the side of the bed of me, like next to me, and was like, you know what, I don't think we should do this anymore, and broke up with me. And then when he fell asleep, I woke up in the middle of the night because I was like bawling. Toxic relationships really do like take a toll on you because yeah. as done as I was, I was heartbroken that the nigga broke up with me. <laughs> so I woke up in the middle of the night and went through his phone and saw that only reason why he broke up with me that day is because his ex had hit him up 
and was like, mm. yo, I want to see you. I want to whatever. And this is the same ex he had like been cheating on me with like, throughout our entire relationship. Because it's his in-between ex. When we was broke up for them two years, yeah. he had a girlfriend too. And Sheesh. it was that bitch. And he literally broke up with me for that day just so he could link up with this bitch yeah, and not yeah. feel bad about yeah, it. Yeah, it's all about the titles, right? Literally. <laughs> so, it's still cheating. Literally. So then uh, the next day, I was like, you know what? I want the phone. I saw what she was doing. I saw you was talking to her. You can have her. I'm good. And I was like, I'm done. And that's when I broke up with him. And literally, it got crazy. Shit. It got crazy, yeah. He had this big-ass, like, 72-inch TV. Like, massive. And I threw a weight at it. <laughs> and broke that shit. Oh, hell no. Fuck that nigga. Damn. Mm-hmm. That was intense. Listen. What are some things you wish you would have did different? I wish I would have never uh, gave him my number. From the start? From the start. Because literally, there was no way to avoid the toxicity of our relationship because in every in every like step of the way there was always some bullshit going on yeah. like there was never a point but in time but you kept going back though literally, I don't know why but there was literally never a point in time where you know I do know why I think it was because I was young and I really thought that okay well this like baby boy, like mm-hmm. you know, passionate, fighting, going off on each other. You call me a bitch, I call you a fuck nigga, whatever. Like that was like what love was, you know? Hell no. It was stupid and honestly, worst decision I made. Don't do it, ladies. <laughs> For real. Like that shit is not real love. Love does not mean that you need to yell and scream and like physically put your hands on your man. That is not love. So in all, you regret being being with him. <clears throat> I, I I see the the good parts of it. We had there were some really good parts, you know. Like we we got along really well. We were really great friends. Like we had great times together. But the bad outweighed the good, and like the ending of it was so bad. Like it was so bad that I would rather erase all that shit from my history and just undo it all. Like it now you just, never you never bumped into him or seen him. Um, scrolled and see his seen his page nothing well after we Sense? had broke up well after we had broke up I had seen him I saw him twice I saw right. him once like in the streets when I was trying to return the key to the last place we lived at alright um and that shit got crazy <laughs> that shit got real <laughs> real crazy um like we was like literally he must have said something no like I, I went to go return the key and my mom I should have listened to my mom because my mom was like just mail the shit and I was like why would I mail it when I'm down the street and so I went to go return it and he like didn't answer the phone or whatever I he probably had me blocked I don't know what the case was so I was like alright cool I'm just gonna leave this shit on his like on his car and like send him an email let him know and so I put the key on his car he had a jeep so like there was a lot of flat services yeah. where it'd be cool left the key on there and um, I walk back to my car I get in the car and I'm formulating the email and I look up and the nigga pulls out the garage so I'm like fuck now I gotta let him know the key's there before he drives off and the shit like gets lost so I pull up to let him know and he like looks irritated as shit and pulls over and he's like where the fuck did you put the key and so I, t- I say right there and he's like the shit's gone so I'm like okay my bad that's on me like I'll mm-hmm. pay I'll, I'll send you whatever Whatever money it is in order to get a copy of whatever key you already have because yeah. it is what it is it's the fucking key so he walks over like he's walking up to me to say something to me 
And at the time, I was wearing, like, workout gear, and I had, like, this Nike, like, workout, like, the dry fit hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he walks up, and the nigga literally, I had braids at the time, like, grabs <laughs> a handful of my braids, <laughs> like, yanks my head through out the window, and then grabs the hat, and he's like, I bought that shit. And, and, took, and, it? Just, and took it. So me, I'm, I'm not an angry person, but, Yo. like, I just, I, sometimes I just can't handle it. So I got pissed and literally started driving them next to him and just throwing whatever I had in my car at his throwing car. Fries, Change, like literally anything I could throw. <laughs> Through a ticket. And, and the nigga loved his car because it was it's a, like a really nice like Jeep. You know, yeah. Jeeps ain't cheap. Yeah, yeah. So literally I'm throwing whatever I can and like purposely aiming for the windows trying to crack one of them shits. And he like Yo. gets pissed off and like starts chasing me. It was like a like fast and furious like high speed chase from Hollywood all the way to <laughs> Mid City where I lived. It was fucking wild. Like I really thought the nigga was gonna kill me. It was wild. Um and the, the time after that that I saw him was at the courthouse when I got a try to get a restraining order restraining order against him. What damn. Yeah. I was about to say it is there any way he could come back? Hell no after that. Nah. Nah cause after if the he cop- fixed his attitude and, and how he is like, you're single now, right? I have no idea what he's doing with his life. I At don't all? check up on him. Nope. What if he just randomly popped up and was like, the yo. Odds, the odds are pretty high because, you know, he, I don't know if he still works in the industry or not. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the industry's not that 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 big, you know? people. Right. Everybody knows everybody. There's a connection to, like, everyone's one degree away. Yeah, you know, I, I, in the industry. I see that. Yeah, everybody so, got, like, no less than 10K followers. Li- everybody I met, no less than 10K followers. Like, everybody's hella fucking close. And by the grace of like, God, I've never been around him or come in contact with him or I don't know if we have been in the same place and he just chose to walk away I don't know but I've never seen him I'm hoping he don't live here no more to be completely Sheesh. honest but I don't know shit got crazy he started stalking me the last year the last year I broke up well, no, well the, the last year I dealt with him well okay so we broke up officially in 2015 and he stalked me up until early 2017 damn my yeah. aunt, how did you know that cause he hacked my phone like he like had like and you listen to conversations. Like he was on my phone, like like literally. I could have my phone in front of me and like see like apps opening and like like he was on my phone. And who yeah. told you it was that? I knew it was because he had he had access to this program that he got off like the dark web. Um, yeah. He is one of his closest friends is like a computer geek, and so his homeboy gave him this app, and he had used it a couple times, but he had used it on other niggas in the industry. So like like swear to God. Fucked up shit, but he had did it on um, this nigga that he was like doing business with because he was like the niggas never answering his phone, his like messages or whatever. So he like went on his phone and like like was just like snooping around. And I told wow. him that shit is illegal. You yeah, shouldn't do that shit. Yeah, yeah, but but literally he did it. And so I don't know why I didn't think. Okay, well <clears throat> nigga, he probably doing that shit to you. And I found out he was doing it to me because after we had broke up, we were still living together, which is another thing, ladies, don't do. <laughs> Don't do. Because we had broke up officially in November. Yeah. We had tried to get back together in March. It only lasted like three weeks. Broke up again. And in July, I was still living with him. Right? How did, yo, how did that even play out? Because did you sleep in the same bed? Not, there was a couch. All right. So, um, I, we were still living together. And I had taken a trip to, to Europe with my best friend. We were in Barcelona. And um, at this time, it was July. We weren't together. But I had started, like, trying to get out there. Yeah. So I downloaded, like, some dating apps or whatever. I had only linked up with one person by this time because I wasn't, like, trying to, like, go full-blown thought mode. And so I, when I left, uh, maybe, like, 
the first day I was in Barcelona, me and my friend, we went to this club. And Europe, it, like the time schedule was a little different. Yeah, yeah, so it was like hours. three. It was like three a.m. Oh, yeah, out there, LA, and yeah. then um, no, in New York. It was still daytime. Yeah. It was still, like still like whatever. So my mom, she's in New York, and she um, she had texted me and said, "Who's Joseph?" And Joseph was naming the nigga that I was talking to at the time. Dang, you said so the I was fold. like, "I'd have bleeped that out." All right. No, you don't, because don't nobody know. All right, all right, I know all right, hella all right. Joseph. I am Haitian. <laughs> Do you know me, Joseph? I know. All right. So <laughs> it was that um, nigga. You should said, "Mom said, who's that nigga?" Oh, no, but, no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, but, th- but then they confused that nigga with that nigga because my ex oh, is that nigga. Oh, oh, this is I, not my I, ex. I, oh, it's not the ex. No, this is a nigga that I was talking to at the time. Gotcha, that I gotcha. re- like, literally had just recently met and we were just like texting or whatever. Um, and I was like, what are you talking about? So then she says, you know what? I can't, even fu- I can't even talk to you right now. I can't believe you're my daughter. And then just stopped responding. Jeez. So I was like, what? What is happening? So I called my best friend at the time. You know her. Yeah. And... She, I was like, yo, can you please go to my uncle's house? My mom is over there right now. Uh I need you to talk to her because she is bugging and I don't understand what's going on. So she goes and like goes out there to go see my mom and she's like talking to her. And then she calls me. I answer the phone and she's like, bitch. So I'm like, what? And she's like, yo. And then she starts like, I hear my phone going on. She's like, yo, I'm sending you screenshots right now. My ex had hacked my phone. He was in LA still. I hacked my phone. Saw that I was on dating apps, just screenshots of everything. Then looked at my Y'all conversation. No, I don't want no. that. I don't want that. App. I don't want that. App. Then looked at the conversation I was having with the nigga who, like, I had recently fucked for the first time. And from wait, from a dating app? No, no, no. This is the nigga Joseph that all I was talking all right, all right. to, yeah. and I had recently fucked for the first time. And he had been texting me shit like, you know how niggas be where it's like, yo, last night was crazy. Yeah. man, I'm still drunk. Oh man, pussy yeah, yeah. was too fire. You know, shit like that. <laughs> and sent all of that to my mom. And so my mom is like an older Haitian woman, uh, so she don't understand what dating apps are like. Yeah. So every conversation that I have on the app, she's thinking I'm fucking this nigga. So in her mind, I was fucking thirty niggas. She talked to me for three weeks. <laughs> Damn. Now, that's Wild. some dickhead shit. Wild. So how, since you're single now, how has this relationship shaped you when it comes to dealing with new men? It's why I'm single. It's literally why I'm still single. Because I don't trust men. Like, At I all? don't. Um, like, you're almost 30, right? Yeah. And it's getting worse. It gets worse when you're almost 30. Like It is. But the thing is, <laughs> the thing is, I, when you're 30, it's, it's worse, is what I'm saying. Yeah. But, yeah. No, like, the pressure is, like, high. You know, like, you ever, like, I want a relationship. But for some reason, you know, I could talk all this shit all day and be like, oh, yeah, you know, dating out here is trash, which it is. Niggas out here are trash, which they are. But at the same time, like, I... Last year, for example, I was talking to a nigga for, like, a minute, seven or eight months. He asked me to be his girlfriend five times, and I said no. Each and every time. So you're haunted by this dude? I think that I'm like low-key damaged because yeah. of it. You know, where it's just mm. like, I um, I don't trust you. Like, I really feel like, why would I why would I invest into a nigga when he can turn around and play me how every other nigga in my life has basically played me? Mm. You know? But why is that? Like, you say play, in what ways? Play me like... um emotionally manipulate me put mm-hmm. me give me in fucked up situations out here fucking on everything with a pussy like it just fucked up situations you know yeah. like and I people don't realize just how damaged they are 
you know? Like, I think me having a podcast and having conversations like this, you know, weekly with my friend and, like, you know, getting listener letters and, like, really, like, thinking about shit and digesting shit and, like, really getting into, like, self-care and self-help and, like, you know, like, seeing a therapist and shit like that yeah. really made me realize how fucked up I am because initially all I did was blame men. Like, okay, well, they trash. I haven't found no nigga good enough or, or no, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah. But in actuality, it's 50% my fault, too. You know, there's, there are plenty of niggas out here who probably do want to wife me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always find something wrong with them. They not cute enough. You know? They lame. Yeah. You know? They don't live here, which is a huge <laughs> problem in my world. But it's just, you know. And then I always chase after the ones who I know don't want an attachment. And I think it's like a subconscious thing where it's safe but for me. Isn't that a thing in L.A.? Like, guys don't want women because so they many don't. out here? No, black men. It's the black men? It's the black men because out here in L.A., black men are the ideal for everyone. White women want them. Yeah. Spanish women want them. Asian women want them. Black women want them. Like, they, it's everybody. There's no point in settling down because literally, Nick, like, the men out here, they don't do no work. Like, they, you go to a party or some shit like that, men don't no, approach kinda, you. I kind of noticed that. Yeah. They, they don't approach women. They don't, they, they wait to be approached or they do all the, all the, the you know, the approaching and shit like that or the hollering at, at women online. And so, oh, they'll right, be quick right. to slide into somebody DM, but in person won't say shit. That is weird. You know? It, it's a whole different culture and like um, that's one of the things that I love about New York where in New York that's not a thing yeah. you know like you can walk out into the street looking a fucking mess and a man will see the potential do right. the head wrap right. do the no makeup and all that shit and still be like yo what's up let me take you out whatever the case yeah. may be out here literally my best friend is a fucking model mm-hmm. she's gorgeous Okay, I can toot my own horn all I want, but she is verifiably gorgeous, okay? <laughs> You're the biggest hype man for her, I y'all. am. <laughs> I am. She is verifiably gorgeous and literally gets no play. I was going to ask you about that, gets but no that play. was that's outside of the podcast, but yeah. Yeah, no, none of us get play. We get no play. All I keep <laughs> is bad bitches around me. We all get no play. None. So you see a guy out. Do y'all do the approaching? Um, I... I have the personality type where I don't mind doing it, yeah. but I have to see that there's an interest there first. Like, I'm not just going to dry approach a nigga. Right. Like, if you... Because the thing is, what niggas do out here is you go to a party and a nigga might see you. You do the like the eye connect yeah. thing and maybe like catch eyes a few times, but he'll never come over. So the whole party long, you're catching eyes, catching eyes, catching eyes, and at the end, he leaves and goes home. But he'll, be, he'll DM you if he finds you. Maybe if he finds you. Listen, that's, the that's dusty niggas crazy. are the bravest because they be the, the ones yeah, that really yeah. approach you. Dusty niggas, old men, <laughs> like the the food truck niggas, they they are they're on it. Damn, do you ever bring that energy of not trusting men to your friends? Like um, when they get hit on or whatever, or they they are dating somebody. What do you mean? Like, like try to discourage? Yeah. Them? No. Um. Like my. My best friend, she was in a relationship last year, and the nigga was trash, but... Now, the best still, friend, the model. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But I still supported her and what she was doing, you know? Because when I was in my relationship, mm-hmm. she he hated him. Right. Knew he was trash, told me he was trash, but still, like, every time she'd be like, girl, are you kidding me? I can't believe he did that shit. Y'all finna break up? And I'd be like, yeah, fuck that nigga. And then the next week, you know, mm. it's like girl well and she just be like all right cool and so 
I would do the same thing. All right, cool. Because there's only so much you can do. It would it would fuck up our friendship if I forcefully tried to get her to change her mind about yeah, a man. Yeah. You can't make someone see your perspective or make choices that you would make just because you yell at them loud enough or mm-hmm. you say it enough times or you you know it, that, like, there's nothing you can do if someone feels some a way about somebody then it is what it is let them even if it's like life. A, if it's a big red flag you won't see no nothing. if it's like violence or some shit like that then i don't give a fuck yeah um i'm, pro- I'm going i'm gonna intervene because when shit like that happened with me and my ex like she was like ready to throw hands like right, every right, single time right. which i you know I respect completely. But um, for her, it wasn't that kind of situation, whatever. It was just the nigga was a bum, and he was just rude. Um, but I value my friendships a lot. Mm-hmm. And the last straw in that relationship, he actually gave me an ultimatum and told me I had to stop being friends with her or we would break up. Why? Because he didn't like... He said that she was a thought, and she was going to make me a thought. By t- you know, like, and he just didn't like... Honestly, I think it was it was a control thing. Because outside of she was my only person outside of him mm-hmm. in in LA. Because all of my other friends, my entire other circle was his entire circle. Because you mm-hmm. know when I came yeah, in, he had yeah. already been out here for a minute. He had a whole circle, yeah. so he just like brought me into it. Gotcha. You know, and so she was my only person that was just mine. And he didn't like the fact that like he had read, he had gone through my phone a few times and saw her saying like fuck that nigga, yeah. like what the fuck the way a friend should be yeah, yeah. when I tell you oh my nigga like he did this or oh you know I found out about this bitch she's like fuck that nigga and he didn't like that so he literally was like you can't be friends with her no more and I was like you can't tell me what to do in my life and he said okay well if you stay friends with her I'm gone and I said bye nigga and that was after seven years. Eesh. You would think it'd be something. Isn't that crazy? Right. Cheating didn't do it. Uh, violence didn't do it. Calling me on my name didn't do it. Making me work two jobs while you sat on your ass and played 2K all day didn't do it. But you telling me... To leave the friend. To leave my friend behind. I was like, fuck out of here. I'm not doing wow. it. Wow. That's a real friend. Listen, I'm a real one. <laughs> I'm a real one. Yo, I, I had a relationship for like three years, two and a half years. And I still have pictures in my phone because I'm mad lazy to delete them. Oh, you bugging. How, how long it took you to delete seven years Immediately. of Immediately. Seven years of pictures? I went through everything. I went through my Facebook, my Instagram, gone. The same in one day? Gone. Even like posts where he was just tagged in it, yeah. I'm gone. That takes a lot of time. That's no, I was much. pissed. Yeah. This was after the whole like, because um, it didn't happen immediately. This was after Barcelona. And then when I came back to the States, literally he had put me out in my apartment. Right. And so I was just pissed because the nigga had me homeless, essentially. And I was pissed. So literally, like, I spent a whole day just bawling and deleting shit. No, I couldn't do it. I was like, yo, I have mad shit on my phone. It's too much. It's too yeah. much. No, you're bugging. Nah, so I. Are you sure you're not still attached? No, that's what nah. She's ha- she's like engaged. But you still got pictures. I just it's it's some there. When I scroll up, it be still stuff there. <laughs> like it's too much. Nah. Because I when you see them, delete them. Nah, because when I sync my phone, I get a, every time I get a new phone, it syncs the old shit back in. Mm. So it's like damn, I gotta re-delete, re-delete. So I gotta like it's it's on me. I gotta like sync it when it's deleted. Yeah. So it's on me. So in all, out of this whole seven years, what's the biggest lesson learned? Listen, niggas don't change. <laughs> that is niggas fir- change, yo. Nah, nah. Are you scared of change? No, I love change. All right. But if a man cheats on you with no, no remorse, 
it would it is not the odds are he's gonna do it again mm-hmm. it is a rare thing that i have witnessed in my life that a man who will disrespect you cheat on you or whatever the case may be that if he cries one time and says i'm so sorry i'm not gonna do it again that that's not a change he will do it again he mm. will that's and not for all men though some no, men really ma- would try I would to take say that majority. step yeah no, i would I, say majority but because the thing is, there are certain situations where it's like, okay, understandable, okay, like even though it's fucked up, like I could see emotionally how you could get to that point, mm-hmm. like it, like especially when you're dealing with like an ex situation, because yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why I had let the ex situation kind of like dwindle for so long because when I first found out about it and like went off and like it was a whole big thing like he admitted to me like I just feel like I didn't get that closure because when we when him and her stopped fucking around like a month or two later me and him got back together like we started fucking around and shit so he was like I don't think I ever got that closure because they had gotten into an argument and then just boom no contact and so he I had expressed that to me and I was like okay like I can understand that right. but then when you start fucking around on me on bit like with bitches that just pop up at the studio you don't even know like that or some random bitch you don't even live here that you just like out here on Skype or on FaceTime you know having her pull her titties out and you out here beating me to her shit and Wait, I'm literally you, you in the next that, you room you found that out yes yo yes <laughs> I'm telling you I could literally write a whole like fucking 10 season Series based off of the shit that we went through. It it's on some wild shit. Like, so wait, you're you're a rapper now, so are your bars about this? No. All right. I'm I don't really like. I don't like. I'm not gonna talk about him in my music, but um, I do talk about him on the podcast. And <laughs> we had, no, we had done an episode on um, abortion because you know all the crazy shit that's going yeah. on. And me, um, my co-host, and like one of our friends, we had all told our abortion stories, and I had had one with him, and in telling the story I remember the story that I completely forgot about that like made me go wow you're a fucking idiot Mm -hmm. because literally I I had an abortion and like when you take the pill to do the abortion it hurts like a bitch you basically go home and you're in labor for like hours so I was like dying Right. And we had lived in this really nice apartment and it was like split level. So it was like a loft and there was an upstairs and then like the downstairs and there was a bedroom and shit like that. So I'm in the bedroom and he's upstairs in the loft because he had turned into a studio. Mm-hmm. So he's up in the studio and shit like that. And he would check on me and come downstairs and make sure I was good and like bring me tea or whatever. And I found out maybe like a couple months later that the whole time he was upstairs, he was like having like Skype sex with a bitch and like beating his meat and like Jack. It was fucking ridiculous. One time I found out he was fucking around on me because I came home from work and I pulled out my laptop, which it was on the ground by the bed and it had cum on it. From him beating off to Skype? No, from him fucking somebody and like oh. skeeting and it landed on the on the wow. laptop. It was still wow. wet. That's how it I knew. <laughs> like, yeah. wild it. Like, it was bu- like bugging. And I'm it was like, disrespectful. Yo. Yeah, and so, but the thing is, that's, I blame myself just as much as I blame him because I should have. I should have left the first time, yeah. you know? Like, the first time he ever cheated on me, we were still in Atlanta. Like, he was, he had, for his first trip to L.A., had come back, and um, when he came back, I was ready to, like, oh, my man is back. We about to be fucking. It's going to be great. <laughs> and literally, he was like, oh, I got to do laundry. He had flew in the, the day before. I offered to pick him up from the airport, and he was like, nah, I got this bitch coming to pick me up, da 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 da, da. But said it like, like it was a joke. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, ha-ha, whatever. All right, cool. Let me know when you free the next day so we can link up 
And when I showed up at the house, he had, um, he was like, oh, I got to do laundry. And yeah. only thing he ch- he washed was like the fitted sheet, not the pillowcases. Oh, niggas don't nothing. be washing their sheets. Just the, but just the fitted sheet. He yo. had balled it up already. And when he, when I pulled up, it was already balled up. He was like, yeah, I just got to do laundry. And so I'm like, yo, why are you just watching, <clears throat> washing the fitted sheet? What about the pillowcase and like the comforter? He was like, right. they not dirty. I'm like, how is your sheet the only thing that's dirty? And he was like... Why are you asking all these questions? Mm. <laughs> so I ended up finding out that he really did get picked up by a bitch and did fuck her. And like at that point, I should have dipped. Wow. I should have dipped. But I didn't. Because and the wild part is he he blamed me. He was like, I told you though. How can you be mad at me? I told you. Damn. It, it, no. Technically he's right, no, but he's, he's not. not right at he's all. Not. Like, it's, it's not right. He's not. Damn, Indy, I feel I feel for you. Don't feel for me. It's okay. Because honestly, all he did was give me hella material. <laughs> I'm about to write a book. Do it. I support it. I'll buy <laughs> it. I'll go fund it. Listen, there's a lot of shit. All right. The question I'm going to ask every guest I have yes. is if a person is going through a breakup, what advice would you give them? Don't. First of all, the worst advice I ever got was to get over a nigga, you get under one. Don't do that. Yeah, that's trash. Don't do that. I know some people may feel compelled to, and honestly, it might be kind of like cathartic to do it and then realize that it didn't help, because then you won't do it again. <laughs> it don't. It don't work. It's real easy, but it it don't work. And um, so I would definitely don't do that. Another thing I would say is do not be afraid to feel the feels. Okay, because a lot of people try to act like they're really hard and oh that shit don't affect me and suppressing shit like that can be just as harmful as you know like That's true. negatively yeah. you know uh, dealing with it so I would say don't be afraid to feel the feels take a day be at home and just cry and just be a whole punk bitch niggas y'all too literally just be a whole bitch about it and just get that shit out your system talk to your friends Talk honestly with your friends. Like, don't try to be like, oh, I'm good. Don't worry, though. Fuck that bitch. I'm good, though. No. Like, tell them, I'm heartbroken. Nigga, nah, I don't know how I'm As a man, breathe. that ain't working. Why not? My men friends, I'm like, yo, just go fuck some bitches. Or go go meet another bitch. But like, the only nah. reason why they respond like that is because you're not used to having those conversations. Y'all need to start having conversations like that. And start being emotionally vulnerable with each other in order for it to be okay. Like, and if the case, if that's the case, then you need to have... every. I think every man needs one good female friend that they're not yeah, trying I, to yeah, I, got, I about to say, I got more support from the from the women, my woman friends than... Yeah, and a friend is a friend, friend is a friend. If you know that, that, that your female friend is going to be <clears throat> um, more receptive and more supportive, yeah. then automatically default to going to her first yeah, before yeah, you yeah. talk to your homies but you need to have that that like you know venting you know don't overdo it though because i have friends who literally will vent and like not like for weeks just talk about the same thing and it's like yo i don't want to hear about this shit no more (laughs) i get it but i don't want to hear about this nigga no more you know and another thing is if you are done be done that is probably the the best advice i can give you if you are done, be done. Ain't no in-between. Ain't no, oh, well, um, we've been having raw sex, and I don't feel like going back to a condom, and a bitch has her needs. Oh, no, no. What? Dude, that <laughs> happens. That's real. I have so many friends who give me that excuse, like, no, we just fucking, like, it's not even like that. We just fucking, no, you're going, you just want to be part of his lifestyle. Yeah. You still want to have his, his presence around you, and that shit is going to fuck you up in the end. Because if he said he's done, bitch, he could still he could fuck you every day this week and still be done. Mm. You can't do that. 
You can't separate the emotion, the emotional, you know, level of it from the physical act. You can't do that. And all you're doing is fucking yourself up even more. Leave that shit alone. Don't do it. It's true. All right, to end off the podcast, what song would you like to dedicate to your ex? Oh, Flip De Niro, Leave Me Alone. (laughs) It's been years. He probably left you alone already. You know, I be feeling like that, but at the same time, I still feel like cause my like my handles are all the same yeah, yeah. and like he knows the podcast exists and shit and I feel like he'd be listening to it um, cause every time like I trip yeah. or like I lose some money I'm like that nigga he wishing me bad I know he is I know he out there <laughs> just like fuck that bitch I hope she I hope she bang her knee or some shit like that I, I just I feel it in my spirit but it's cool cause I'm covered and protected right okay thank you Mindy thank you for having me in your place no, thank you for coming into my shabby uh, studio. Okay? <laughs> it's nice. It's, it, it's you. It's you. <laughs> it's it's um, a lot. Where can people find you? Without you can find me all that. at I Go By Mindy across all social media platforms. You can check out at The Thick Podcast across all social media platforms. You can check out my music. Just Google or go into Spotify, Apple Music, whatever. Mindy. When is this dropping? I don't know when. Okay, cool. <laughs> but it's the first episode, so it's important. All right, well, whenever it drops, check out my music. I got hella songs up probably by this point in time. Yep. Um, but yes, love y'all. Thank you, Mindy. Woo! Goodbye. <laughs>